Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for food trends, startup business talk, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hold on though, before we start the show, don't forget that all listeners get 10% off any order from our podcast sponsor, Doggylicious. Just head over to doggylicious.com.au and use promo Retail Ready at the checkout. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready podcast. I hope you are well and thank you for tuning in. I can confirm that my huge order, which was two pallets, has safely arrived in Adelaide. So if you've been following the journey of Doggylicious, uh, our biggest account we got uh, was at the start of the year. And they were all hand-packed by myself and a couple of little helpers, aka my wife and uh, best friend in Australia, who gave up their time to help me. The pallets are safely uh, at, and I can confirm that it's... Uh, on the run in Adelaide, so a petrol and convenience outlet that allowed me to have 65 stores, which I just want to say a huge thank you to the guys because petrol and convenience was an account that I saw an opportunity for that the amount of dogs that are in cars that are just sitting there while the owners are filling up and the owner goes inside and buys a pie, a donut, a chocolate bar as long as, as well as their petrol. And the pet doesn't get anything. So putting a proposal to those guys and they already saw the huge explosion of pet treats in that space. So can't wait to see how that goes. So yeah, 65 stores are now on board. So that takes Doggylicious over the 220, 230 store mark and also can confirm our first purchase order from Pet Circle. And if you remember me going off my goals at the start of the year, we wanted a major account and Pet Circle was one of those major accounts that we've gone for. So stay tuned, lots to do, uh, but now I can confirm that we won't be packing cookies every night. I can work on the business and yeah, uh, thank you for enjoying the journey as we go along. So let's see where we can take uh, Doggylicious for the rest of the year. But today... I don't have a guest. I'm, uh, like I keep saying for the last few episodes, little, little bit preoccupied packing cookies, but I still want to get some knowledge to you guys, still update you guys. And today my, um, my eyes and ears were opened, um, well, this week. And I've realized that it's, it's been a huge factor in growing up, but this week really opened my eyes and ears because it was International Women's Day on uh, Monday. And on Tuesday, I got to sit in on a panel of um, females who have really done really well in their careers. And just to listen to their thoughts and opinions on how women uh, are treated these days in the workplace, the inequalities, and also just hearing the stories from them being the first women in their kind of department and even kind of the business, uh, which was incredible. And it made me um, made me think back to, to growing up because when growing up, my dad actually used to take me to school, pick me up, do the house cleaning and make all the dinners because my mum was actually working full time and she was a full time teacher who was trying to build a build a career for herself, which she did very well. And it never dawned on me that 
that was not the norm. Um, I just saw that as the norm that dad used to just be the taxi driver, um, had dinner ready at 6 p.m., etc., would make the lunches and stuff like that. And in the year, it never dawned on me because like many males, um, I probably had my eyes and ears closed to what discrimination was going on around, um, especially for females. Um, and it still goes on today. So International Women's Day was just fantastic to hear the stories. And I just think it gives women more power, which I think is fantastic. It gives them a voice. And even more importantly, it allows them to, to feel safe in a community and kind of build each other up, which as we approach winter here, it, it's incredible because my wife gets annoyed because she can't run in the dark. And it got me thinking and I thought it was silly at the start. And then I realized that how unfair is it because you're a female, you can't run in the dark because it's unsafe because males have this control in the shadows over them. And that's one example. But in the workplace, there's hundreds of exam- examples that I don't even know. Like I don't even, because I am a male, I don't even understand uh, what's going on in the equalities, inequalities that go on. But hearing these stories on LinkedIn, hearing them from the panel from Kathy and Christine and Donna uh, at work this week was just incredible to just get me up to speed and get me kind of thinking, okay, what can I do or can I be the change? Uh, and it's, I believe it starts with the education piece. And my, my mum, uh, now I'm at an age where your mum and dad, and now heroes in my eyes, instead of being annoying, um, they never were. They were pretty cool parents. But I remember uh, reflecting uh, this week on, okay, what what is it that I saw uh, that made me realize that my mum was going through um, fighting her own little battle by being a female? And one story came to me was that, my mum was a diehard, well, she still is a diehard football fan. Whereas my dad's not, he'd rather spend time in the garden. Again, completely different upbringing. So my mum actually had a season ticket f- to see Man City, um, the local football team in uh, Manchester, where I grew up. And picture the scene. I used to go to the games with my mum, sit next to my mum. In the middle, there was a lady, my mum are surrounded by a thousand kind of tough looking skinhead beer guzzling blokes who hated their jobs and their getaway was to watch 90 minutes of football hurl abuse at the opposition and my mum and dad uh, my mum and myself just used to watch there and support the team that she'd supported since a little girl and I remember one occasion where um, my mum actually spoke out in this environment because she she didn't like what someone was saying because um, of their views, which were just incredibly homophobic and racist. And in that situation, I didn't realize my mum would be the voice to shut this bloke up. 
And this bloke was, he was huge. I remember him. He was sat in, f in a few rows in front of us. And he was just being abusive to every man and his dog who was running past him on that pitch. And I was happy to leave it. Like at the end of the day, 16, I think I was 15, 16. I was going, I'll, I'll, again, be blind, be be deaf kind of in those situations and just switch off and don't say anything. Uh, however, my mum had other thoughts. She reached over, tapped this bloke on the shoulder and advised him that she didn't appreciate his uh, loud views and to rein it in. And oh boy, did it kick off. And uh, <laughs> I think this bloke had been probably having beers for breakfast and it was safe to say... My mum and many blokes um, in that area probably saw uh, her as the weak agenda and that she could be intimidated and basically shut up. And he exploded. Never seen anger like it. And I remember just sitting there going, oh, my Lord. And it was then that I realized just how strong my mum was. She didn't raise her voice. She, I've never heard my mum swear. So she never swore in that situation, which I found incredible. She's never thrown a punch. Um, and what felt like 45 minutes of a half of football, uh, this confrontation was just going on. And I didn't know what to do. However, what happened will stay with me for the rest of my life. And this is why I wanted to bring it up uh, in this podcast, because... My mum stuck by her guns. She advised that the guy was um, an idiot in a very polite way and that his views were not right and um, that he should either be quiet and keep his views to himself or leave. And as a bloke who's been guzzling uh, Stella's uh, all morning, you could safe to say he wasn't going to leave. However, what I saw um, after a few moments that seemed like an eternity of back and forth and him just abusing um, his, his believed power, that what I saw was one bloke at a time stood up to support my mum. And after a while, one bloke after one bloke after one bloke started to turn on this bloke. And before you knew it, my mum had a supporting crew of 20 to 25 blokes surrounding um, this abusive bloke and turned on him. And I didn't have any words. All I could do was just stand next to my mum and go, oh my God, I hope this doesn't kick off. But what my mum taught me that day was to speak out and don't drop to that person's level. And yes, this was a football pitch, but what I've realized since that moment was these types of events can happen on a bus. These can events can happen in a meeting. And even though, and she, I could tell she was scared. She was shaking, but she, she was standing because she believed in something really passionate and that she saw injustice in that situation and wanted to speak up. And it is stuck by me. And from that moment, because I didn't do anything, um, but I'm so glad that every bloke around her stood up and realized this is not right. And the man then was escorted out the ground. And that was because of one tiny little female um, that, that spoke what was right. And that has stuck by me because 
I now don't allow anything to... I don't care. I don't care if people don't like uh, what it is, but what I want is people to be on a level playing field. And like I say, if that happens in a boardroom meeting, in a meeting, um, even just speaking amongst people, it's it's nice to know that everyone can have their own views and their own opinions that people aren't spoken over. There's a, there's a common thing where... Blokes tend to just want to speak over other people because they think they're the, the powerful alpha. Like, just shut up. Listen, listen and shut up, blokes, because so many people have so many good ideas. And I've realized this in innovation where sometimes it's the crazy people. Sometimes it's the people that aren't good at speaking in front of groups. Sometimes it's the the person covered in tattoos or the person who's got pink hair or whatever. The people... If I could have a team of people to bring in innovation, it wouldn't be middle-aged blokes sitting around a boardroom table. It would be people from all different classes to bring ideas together. And people just need to listen and open their minds that everyone is different and everyone needs to hear their voice, but their voice might not be heard because they might not want to speak. They might want to present in different ways and... Yeah, my mum taught me a huge lesson that day and she's taught me lesson after lesson um, along the way. And what I've seen in the retail space, which is hopefully where you guys come in, is that there's more females that uh, are now buyers. It's not a blokes club anymore. So we're seeing different brands and we're seeing that female startups can occur and actually can have that position on shelf to bring a different product that we'd never normally see and a different edge to packaging a different edge to creative artwork so I am excited it's it's one of them where I think if you're not excited and you're not open-minded and you're actually fearful that people who have not had a voice or uh, females who have not had a voice or ethnicities that haven't had a voice I just think you're insecure because you're worried that your voice will not be heard um, even though it's been heard for too long and things are changing uh, which is really exciting because as you've known from um, the early days I have a now four-year-old daughter and I want her to grow up in a world where everyone is treated the same and everyone has a voice and there is no um, bias towards your colour, your background or your gender. And this is this was just me ranting just to say that International Women's Day, um, it was just an incredible kind of thought provoker and my thoughts and actions will carry on um, to hopefully educate more and more people And I just can't wait to hear more stories uh, as we go on. So keep on fighting uh, females because I think it's fantastic. And I just wanted to use this time as well to thank a couple of ladies who I honestly wouldn't be here. Well, I wouldn't be in Australia um, and I wouldn't be doing this podcast because there was a moment when I came to Australia that I realized, oh, This is one of the best countries in the world. And it was two females, Kate Lewis and Heather Parishan, who were instrumental in getting me an interview at the time at the Coles head office, which started my journey in retail. And 
honestly, their, their kindness that they showed and perseverance in going, do this, here's an open door, all you've got to do is go through it and perform. I I cannot explain how grateful I am to these two people. And they have allowed me to have seven years in retail in Australia that is just the start of hopefully a career that will expand even further. So really, thank you guys. It's it's never forgotten. And all the females along the way, including my mom and even learning from the likes of Honey Servey, who I think is an absolute gun in the retail world, who has helped Diver Foods become where it's where it is now. So all the people, all the account managers who are in a bloke's world, who are just show a different kind of kindness and a different kind of sell, I just think it's incredible. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Kate. And that's my opinions on uh, International Women's Day and a little story about um, my views on what I think is going on. And please feel free. Feedback is always a gift. Uh, I'd love to hear your stories. And if you want to be on the guest about how you see um, females in the workplace, I'd, I'd love to speak more because... This year, I want to build this podcast to be more than just brands, more than just startups. I want to talk about business. I want to talk about what goes on in business. So please feel free. If you want to chat further, then uh, we can always hit record. And I have got guests on board uh, coming up, so you'll be able to uh, hear other people's opinions and uh, some great uh, products that I've found and getting the founders involved to hear their stories. So appreciate you sticking by. Hopefully you enjoyed my little spiel here. And also wanted to uh, say if anyone's on Clubhouse, um, reach out because I am now on it. If no one knows what Clubhouse is, um, in a brief nutshell, uh, nutshell, uh, Clubhouse is an app on your phone that basically lets you listen in on other people's conversations, uh, but just not in a creepy way. Uh, these people want to be heard. Um, they might be famous. They might be an expert in um, an area of knowledge, whether it's business, finance, sport, etc. Uh, some people are knowledgeable. Uh, there's no guarantee. There's a lot of... Um, not weirdos, but a lot of people that just like to uh, talk about pointless stuff that instead of getting to the point. But it's an opportunity to to join a, a chat room. Um, think of it as an audio chat social media. And you organize rooms and you let people come into those rooms to listen to the speakers. It's like jump going to an expo and walking into different um rooms of knowledge and so far so good i'm i'm i've i think the platform is absolutely amazing what i've not found is um uh rooms that uh kind of tick to my appeal so if anyone's on clubhouse let me know which rooms you're jumping into and which people you're following so that i can uh jump on board as well and i might even take this podcast onto clubhouse as well so yeah let me know if you guys are on if not follow uh myself i am on there uh, i think it's just at ben wyatt so look forward to hearing from you guys and speaking to you guys very soon have a great week bye-bye Hold on, guys. Before you hit stop, don't forget to check out doggylicious.com.au and order some doggy products today. 
Use Retail Ready for 10% off. We hope you enjoyed the show.